Get ready to talk sports with Daryl. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver. Daryl knows the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now here's Daryl. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Man, we deep into this NFL I went to a high school state championship game on, on Friday night. I watched Columbus High School actually come back and beat a Popka High School. Let me tell you the story behind this. Took my grandson there. Me and him had a glorious time. Ah, the worst part about the whole game was the parking. Getting to the parking lot, it's unbelievable. It took us actually an hour to get from 95 to the stadium. And it's normally just a, a, a 10-minute ride. It was ridiculous. Daytona Beach has to do something about that. I mean, it's got to do something about that. But anyway, we went to the game. My grandson and I, we got in. We get into the game. It's the second quarter. A Popka's winning. The, the score was actually 20-7. to 7. At the end of the third quarter, it was five minutes left in the game. The score was 20-7. to 7. Me and my grandson decided to leave. Well, I decided to leave because I like try to get a jump on the traffic. Probably a bad mistake because Columbus High School out of uh, Miami came back and beat a Popka out of Orlando. They scored two touchdowns in less than five minutes and a two-point conversion. And I missed a great game, the ending of a great game, too. But, hey, that's neither here nor there. What can I do about that? It's a whole lot going on in the world of sports, though. Hey, I'm going to start with some good stuff. That I've, that I've been thinking about. And, you know, I've been talking about this for a while. But, you know, Tom Brady is, is one of them cats that, um, you know, he's, he's legendary. But I got some good, good old info today. I'm going to spread this. I don't know if it's out on, out on the wire, on Facebook, on whatever, Instagram. I don't know what it's on. But you're going to hear it right here on Sports Info. Tom Brady is leaving the New England Patriots, and he will be taking Philip Rivers' place in San Diego. Yes, you heard it here first. Tom Brady is leaving the New England Patriots. It's probably going to be his last year this year, and he will be taking Philip Rivers' place out of San Diego. Now, you heard it here. I don't know if it's out on, on the net or the web or what, but I don't know if that's a good idea or not. You know, I'm, I'm just saying Tom has really lost a little bit and um, it's, it's, it, it'll be a tragedy to see him go and play anywhere. But if you see him go and play for a team that struggled for so long, and I know that might be going back home, being, in the, being on the West Coast, feeling that, feeling that uh, Atlantic Ocean, no, 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 excuse me, the, the Pacific Ocean every day blowing on his beautiful face and his beautiful wife and his beautiful family, living in some mansion. Out in San Diego. Hey, but Tom, you got to realize, man, these guys are getting bigger, faster, and stronger. We got Red on the line, and you know what Red want to talk about. I, and I'm going to tell you what Red want to talk about. He really want to talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but I want to talk about Jameis Winston, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And, and Jameis Winston on a four-game winning streak, a four-game winning streak Jameis Winston is on, and trying to get paid. That's what James Winston trying to do. 
James Winston wants to get paid. He want to get that hundred million plus contract, and I don't know if Red and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers got enough trust in him to pay him one hundred and twenty million for five years. And it's ridiculous. Sir. It's ridiculous <laughs> if they don't. Because if they don't, somebody will. Somebody will pay this man five years for hundred and twenty million. It might say three years for seventy-five million. James with fifty million guaranteed. And Tampa Bay Red, I don't know if they're ready to just roll a dice like that. Oh no! Now, you know what? You know what, Red? I'm gonna tell you something about Tampa Bay. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I love my state of Florida. I love the state of Florida. But Tampa. Mm-hmm. And South Florida, in Tampa, Florida, at the Hard Rock Casino, and in Tampa, and in and in Miami, Florida, all over Miami, Florida, we have casinos. Mm-hmm. But it's only one spot in Tampa, I think, and that's the Hard Rock Casino in Tampa. Man, mm-hmm. you don't you don't win no money at the Hard Rock. I'm letting just letting you know. I I'm not a real gambler. I'm just saying. Every once in a while, you know, I I play slot machine. That might be why you say that because I don't walk out of there with a few dollars, and I know a few more people. Hey, well, I ain't never my mother-in-law mother walks out of there with money all the time. Well, she, well, hey, well come on. Mother-in-laws don't count. See, because if they leave with $35, they walk out with money. Mother-in-laws don't oh, count. Oh, no. She, yeah, well, no. I ain't talking about that. She ain't getting up no. three in the morning, two in the morning, going out there. You know, mother-in-laws don't count. Man, right. She's driving from St. people with $35. But. Right, right. <laughs> mother-in-laws don't count. No, I ain't counting. No. Anyway, back to football. Back to football. Right. Let's, let's go. Mm-hmm. Jameis Winston is deserving of a multi-year $25 million plus contract. Really? So is that a question of whether they're going to keep him or not? No more? No, no more? No, 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 no. I, listen to me. Listen to me. To me, it doesn't matter whether they keep him or not. It's whether they want to pay okay. him the money. Because it, he's, he's, he's either going to get it there or he's getting it somewhere. Now, that now uh, or, and, and people say, well, hey, they may franchise tag him. I don't think Tampa Bay want to give him 30, $33 million, $33 million plus dollars. It could be the, it could be the low 30s or the high uh, 20s, man. It could be like 27 to $33 million, man. I mean, franchise tag is a franchise tag. If they do that, he'll, he'll be happy with that. His bank, his bank account will be. These guys not happy with the franchise tag, man. They want to get paid. Franchise tag was bait, so it was. He it will was, be getting paid with the franchise tag. It'll give you a little extension until we can negotiate a contract. That's not something that you get on, stay the whole year, then we renegotiate your contract. That's what an extension is for. That's what he just got with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was an extension. And see, that's what he that's what he tired of these kind of games with y'all, man. He really is. Really, the man is tired. He is. He might not be saying it really? because he has to. He has to play the game. He has to keep a real. He he can't complain about anything because he's in no position to complain about anything. So he has. He wasn't. He, he is now. I think he is now. He wasn't. Well, he's not. I think he is now. That's when you definitely not. When you think you are. No, he's still not in any position to even smile. And they, he, all he could do is smile and say, thank you, thank you, thank you, and let some other people well, talk well, to him. Well, 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 this was a contract give him. You were speaking about that extension. So this, that made this a contract give him. How did you, how would you grade his performance? Is he deserving of a contract? Let's, let's, let's go with this. If we had a, if we had a category of, say, you um, answer my question with a question. Fair, good. Excellent, or and it's very good, very good, and excellent. I'd say he fall between very good and good. 
And I'm telling you right now, damn it, that's deserving of a hundred mil a contract in the NFL at, at quarterback. Shit, damn it, he'll get, it. get that kind of money. And he'll Ooh. get it. And he'll get it. That's he'll get it. He'll get it right here in Tampa Bay. Okay, there you go. That's all. Cause see, he'll, it, he'll get it right here in Tampa Bay. He's gonna get a hundred and twenty million. Let me let me ask you a question. Who's deserving? Of of a hundred and twenty million dollars, of who's deserving of a bigger contract, Dak Prescott or Jameis Winston, and who's putting a bigger putting a bo- bigger body of work to er- to earn that contract, Dak Prescott or Jameis Winston? Jameis Winston, you asking me? So okay, okay. and then you you're biased, and and I'm gonna tell you right now, I I I think Jameis Winston too. Who's older, Jameis Winston or Dak Prescott? I think they're around the same age, ain't they? That Prescott, 26, you know. James Winston, 25 years old. He's still young. You know, and that takes mm-hmm. something about him, too. With his, he, he, he is 25 years old. <coughs> He's been in the league a year longer than Dak Prescott. And, and mm-hmm. basically what we're saying is, hey, this guy is not as not a, a little immature still at 25 years old. Man, I ain't have my marbles together at 25 years old. Come on. You know, Not I, all I, of them. I, I bet you was getting them together. I was get, I was trying, still trying to get them together. And I'm gonna tell you, yeah, and well. we we talk, and I'm gonna tell you something. We 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 keep talking about the um the um the the Jameis Winston is married now. He has a child now. Man, I'm gonna tell you something, man. You got to be a you got to be a real solid dude, man, to be 25 years old with a child and and have that much fame. You understand what I'm saying? Because with that much fame comes a lot of celebrity, celebrityism. You know, he's really got to be careful. I mean, he really, really has to be careful, man. I'm just, I, hey, he, I, if, if anybody I could tell James Winston to talk to, I'd say, I'd say, man, please have a conversation with, with Michael Irvin because he could give you some tips, man, that could really save your career. Oh. oh. Yeah. So, well, wow. that's, that's my tip on Jameis Winston, man. He deserves all of, he deserves $140 million, as far as I'm concerned. And he gonna get low ball mm-hmm. in Tampa. Yeah, probably. I mean, hey, Jamarcus Russell messed all that up for everybody, man. Did he deserve that money he got? Russell Wilson got yeah, $100 yeah. Russell I think Jamarcus Russell. Man, come on, man. Jamarcus Russell was in like 2010. Come on. He, 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 look, man, he messed it up for all the rookies. Rookies can't get money like that no more. He messed it up for everybody. He changed the game, bro. He ain't got no problem with the game. He had no business with all that damn money. He was not worth that. Look, I'm trying to show you something. I, 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 agree, I agree with you about Jamarcus Russell. He may, he may have did some things, but he made it where guys had to be filtered out. You know what I mean? You what have to play, Bam, what play about Sam Bassard? What about you have to, remember that contract Sam Bassard got? Hey, I, 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 Sam Bradford? Hey, he got his too. Did he, I, did, I did, did, did he deserve that money? Did he deserve that money? I mean, why we comparing money? I mean, you, you know, did he deserve that money? You you you, you making yeah. my case? Famous Wilson is on That's why money. Listen, man. That's why money in my eyes can't be the measuring stick, man. What this guy make and what that guy make because these guys that make that kind of money that straight up don't deserve it, bro. Straight up, that can't be the measuring stick. 
that's a job. That's the job that they agents did for them. You know what I mean? It ain't the quarterback. You know, uh, it is almost a disgrace when you don't take your fair market value. It's a real. It's, it, it makes people and players around them uncomfortable. So I, I get that part of it. So again, so again, that was. So, I mean, that was that was their that was their fair market value, right? No, some guys. Sam Bass, what I'm talking about. Jamarcus Russell, I'm talking about. All of hey, these guys, Nick Foles, I'm talking about. That was their fair market. Right. Is they, in hindsight, is that was they worth it? Is Carson Wentz worth 128 million? Is Matt Ryan worth 150 million? Is it? it, it I don't is, know. Is, I can't answer that. I don't. I don't. I don't million. know. I don't know. Ben I can't Thompson answer that. 68 million. Jimmy Garoppolo, 137 million. Matt, uh, listen, uh, Matthew listen. Stafford, 135 million. Derek Carr, 125 million. Man, if them cats can get that kind of money, Jameis Winston deserves 125 million. If Derek Carr gets okay, booed out of the Oakland, argument. That, that, that's, that's not the and, argument, and, man. And, what and I'm, I'm saying you, is. Right, money is a measuring stick. That's our measuring stick, is money. Well, how do you explain what I, just, what's laid, what I just laid out to you? You didn't ask me when I asked you, was Sam Bassett worth $85 hey, hey, million dollars when they gave it to him? Was he worth that? The only way we can answer that question, the only thing that answers that question is the results. And we have to wait for that. You say, is they worth that? We have to wait and find out. Only thing that tells you that is the results. You agree? Let me share something. We have to find out if he was worth that. Uh, Jared Goff? He he ain't won no Super Bowl. He took his team some places. No, no, Car- no. Car- Carson Wentz, hey, he won a Super Bowl. Matt Ryan, he ain't won. Kirk he said on his ass and won one. one. He said on his ass and won one. He ain't won that. Jacoby Brousset, he ain't won nothing. Man, them cats getting paid though. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And and, and yeah. all I'm saying is, if do James Winston paid, deserve more money? Hell yeah. yeah. Do he hold deserve on. more money? Hell yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Does he deserve? Let, let's be realistic. Let's be realistic now. Does he deserve a hundred and thirty-four million, like Jared Goff? Does he deserve uh, one hundred twenty-eight million, like Carson Wentz? Is he deserving Matt Ryan money, a hundred and fifty million? And I'm gonna tell you right now, there's some stories out there that Jerry Jones might be ready to pay your boy Dakota Prescott four hundred million for ten years. That'd be two hundred million. Really? Five. Really? Is he worth that? Is he worth that? Is he worth that? Is he really worth that? I don't know, man. I don't give a damn what no damn about to say, man. Ain't no football player worth that. No football player. Now I'm gonna go ahead and go ahead and say that. You tell me what football player worth four hundred million. Locking up for four there's a football player out there that's so good that you need to lock him up with four hundred million dollars. That Prescott Man, what is your cup? What's in your cup? Man, I'm just telling you what the streets saying. Now you can believe it yeah, or not. Yeah, well, that ain't. Yeah, well, no, I, I don't. I don't. I believe that when I see that. I believe that when I see that. All right, hey, tell, man, me, tell, I, me, tell me, tell me, do you know who the backup is for the cowgirls? Is it a cheerleader? Do you even know his name? Hey, what that got? There you go. There you go. That's what hey, I'm talking about. I'm, I'm gonna say this, man. I, I'll say this They're telling me we're getting ready to come up on a commercial. But I'm going to just say this, all right? Okay? Mm-hmm. 
10 years ago, in 2000, no, in 2008, <laughs> and we want to go back a little bit, Alex Rodriguez signed a contract with the, yeah, with the Texas yeah. Rangers for $275 million. That's a right? whole other sport. You, people you, thought we, that was we should all drama. encourage all right? our kids and to play now, baseball. And, and what I'm saying is now, baseball Bryce Harper signed last year for $330 million. Right? Yeah. Now listen to me. Another now. baseball player. Okay, another baseball player. But my point is, mm-hmm. see, they want to, they, Dallas Cowboys think that they have Dakota Prescott, who could be like the best thing going for them since Roger Starback or, or Troy Aikman. You understand what I'm saying? And they think if they lock him in for 400 mil, he's going to probably end up giving some of it back to him throughout the contract. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. To get more players. Yeah, I wonder what that does for the salary cap. You know, hey, hey, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, back yeah, to the last yeah. point. We got one minute left that the man telling me. Jameis Winston, if if that Prescott if if that Prescott gets two hundred million dollars for say seven years, Jameis Winston deserves a hundred and thirty five, hundred and forty million dollars from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't know what the money gonna be, but Jameis gonna be in Tampa next year, bro. Jameis gonna be in Tampa. I don't think that's nothing to even ponder no more. Hey, Red, we got to get out of here. Thanks for calling. It's always a pleasure. And I tell you right now, I agree to a certain extent mm-hmm. that Jameis Winston will be in Tampa next year. If the money yeah, right. Yeah, what a difference a few weeks makes. Hey, hey, MC Hammer come to Tampa. If the money right, I'll holler at you next <laughs> week, man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right, right. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Most sports info you on voiceamerica.com. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England. Along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week. And each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio. Live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com.
You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, um, Red, he loved Jameis Winston. He's just like a lot of these Tampa Bay fans in, in Florida. They love this guy. But they're not sure they want to pay him. And you know, if 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 Jameis Winston was in any other any other place, I think they'd be loving him to the point where they'd be trying to get him more help. And I don't know what his help is. Maybe they'd be trying to get him a star running back because he has some really good wide receivers. Um, a tight end that they have, he hasn't lived up to his ability yet. But I think he's he's coming now. When we look at Jameis Winston, man, if he wins the next two games against the Texans on on Saturday, and then the following week he play the uh, play the Falcons, he's already beat the Falcons um, um, on the twenty fourth, and that has some significance in my conversation too. But if he beat the Texans and the Falcons in the next two weeks, Jameis Winston will win six games in a row, and the significance of that six game winning streak is when he was in Atlanta playing against the Falcons. They say this guy stood in line for a while to, to speak to Billie Jean King. Now, you know, Billie Jean King, legendary tennis star from the 70s. Um, I grew up um, paying attention to her. Didn't really, really get to see her, her, her starring career, but I saw the twilight of her career. And um, Billie Jean King was, you know, is and still is a superstar among tennis, women's rights. And, uh, and he said that um, his, his family had a big, um, a lot of love for Billie Jean King, and he wanted to meet her. Well, Billie Jean King told Jameis Winston, live in the moment. That's what she told him. Live in the moment. She told him that. You know, and since then, he beat the Falcons. I think his final score was, um, uh, I think, 24. The the score in that Falcons game um, was 35-22. The following week, they beat the Jaguars. Week after that, they beat the, uh, the, uh, the Colts. Last week, they stomped the Lions. I mean, Jameis Winston went off, you know, and actually... They play the Texans in the next two weeks. And I'm telling you now, you know, you'd be surprised that sometimes some people can say some things that just resonate in your mind. And, and we've talked about this on this show before. Sometimes with athletes, sometimes the, it's like a, a switch just goes off in your head. You know, and the lights go on. They come on. Oh, you've been walking in the dark all this long time. It's like, damn, the lights came on. Hey, we got Reggie on the line. Reggie, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, Dal? Man, I remember talking about Hello. that Jameis Winston. You know, Jameis Winston ready to get paid. I'm telling you. What you think, Reggie? Uh, it's still up in the air, because um, we just have to see how he finished these last couple games they have left, because Jameis, in my opinion, is he's a good quarterback, but I just think Jameis needs a, a better system. I think the system that he's in is not good because I, I tell you, I, I had to do in the towel on Rant, uh, 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 Ryan Tannehill. But now you look at Tannehill over at uh, Tennessee, Darrell, and yeah. he's playing very well. 
very well. So sometimes it's the system. And, and, and it's it's not just the system. Good, sometimes it's the environment. Good. It's the environment. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like, it's the environment. like if, you, if you move from, say, Georgia to Seattle, man, it's the environment. The people you be around, well, they have more of, a, you know, more of a, a smile on their face. And you know what I mean? And they greet you right, a little differently. Right. You know, and, and if you go from right. somewhere like New York to um to Minnesota, to the Vikings, you right. know, it, it's, it's the environment. Right. But it, 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 right. and I'm going to tell you, this environment in Tampa for Jameis Winston has gotten stale. It's kind of gotten like, like, a little, like a little moldy. You know what I mean? You've been locked up into that so long. Right. It's a little, it's a little right. moldy for him. And he needs to leave, man. He needs right. to go. Uh, I would agree with you. He needs, he needs a, and it's not, a, not just a new system. He needs to be in a new environment. And uh, people are going to greet him with a big happy smile and a hug. And um, not that they don't do that but in camp. I, I guess it's a combination of both because if you, you're in the right environment and not the right system, so I think it's a combination of both. You won't do well. You could be in the right right environment, but if you're not in the right system, that you won't you won't catch it then. So I, I, I guess we we, we both I, I I can agree with you on the environment, but as well as the system too, folks. Uh, you have to have a combination of both. It's just like really in football, uh, when you're playing, uh, you got to be clicking on all phases, offense, defense, and special teams to have a championship team. Most most teams do have uh, all three. Most teams, yeah, you know. Uh, but for Jameis, I think he does need a, a change of environment and, and 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 a good system because I'm gonna tell you, I think Leftwich did a good job with him. Leftwich hey, uh, did a good job with him, but in his in this case, I, it might be the environment for him. You know, I was reading something today about uh, about Jameis. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, he need like he need like four hundred. And like twenty eight yards or something like that to reach mm-hmm. five thousand yards for the season. Mm-hmm. And he, and mm-hmm. he got over thirty touchdowns. And got over thirty right. touchdowns. He got twenty four interceptions, but over thirty touchdowns. Now, um, yeah. you know that that right, those kind of numbers, man. Five thousand yards. He gonna get over five thousand yards, and he got over thirty touchdowns already. Now, wow! Wow! It's, it's some people, man. It's some people that that are looking at that, saying, "Hey, looking at that, yeah, we can work yeah, that, right. man." And you, I mean, and, and, and you know what? Uh, not to get off the James system, I wanted to say this about the Bucks. I'm, I was real proud, and I, I look forward to seeing this guy play every uh, every week. Now he has stepped up his game, and that's a former Hurricane son. That's a Rashard Perriman. He has stepped up. That's Brett, Brett's son, and mm-hmm. and I was so proud of him yesterday. You know, uh, they showed the side by side shot of Brett, and then they show of him of Brett and and Rashad, and, and you know, I was I was glad to see that uh, that Brett could sit down on Sundays and watch his his son and on on, on television and and to play the way that he's been playing. I know it made him proud. Oh, oh man, man. I, I can hold that back. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because we had he is stepping up show. to a spot. He is stepping up to where he can uh, 
if you get on the right team and be a starter. But he's playing with uh, two guys that have, both have over 1,000 yards, and that's Mike Evans and, 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 and Godwin. And, uh, you know, both, both of those guys were out. Well, Godwin played, but he pulled his hamstring, and he went out, and Perriman stepped up. He stepped up. And I think he had, like, three touchdowns. So that hey, was hey. that was a good. And you know, um, Bashar Perriman, he had he had some injuries early in his career when he was with the Ravens, right. and he just really he wasn't was right. He was a first round Florida. pick of uh, yeah, for first round pick right. out, of, out of Central Florida, and was he just never able Central to Florida. perform. And uh, and 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 now he's really appears to be healthy, and he's a big guy too, mm-hmm. six two, two hundred fifteen pounds. And Brett was a big dude too, man. Brett. And Brett had the longest arms I ever seen in my life, man. Yeah, Brett, yeah. Brett, Brett was a strong guy, guy, but he was short. Man. Brett was short now, but Brett, yeah, Brett was like 5'10". He, he was about five ten. His 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 arms made him seem like he was just so long, right, man. Right, right, right. You know, Brett had the nickname they gave him out of high school called Superman. They used to call yeah. him Superman, <laughs> and he was a hell of a wide receiver. Ooh, and a hell Brett of a was, yeah, Brett was, yeah, Brett was a he was he was one heck of a receiver. And uh, it's just that he had got injuries that started taking place. But I was so, so happy for Rashad yesterday because, like you said earlier about the injuries, you know, when the injuries get you, I don't care how good of a receiver or athlete you are. When you hurt, man, and you're suffering from, from, from uh, certain type of, types of injuries, you, you're not going to play your best. And that was his case early in his career. But and, and he has true, overcome bro. those injuries, and now he's he's living up to the potential that Baltimore <clears throat> was expecting. And you know, and it's a good thing that um that this is Brett Perriman's son, because I I can see Brett telling him, "Make sure you get yourself healthy. You can't do nothing if right. you got yourself healthy." You know, I can, I can yeah, hear exactly. Brett telling him right now, "Hey, you can't you can't get make sure you get yourself healthy." Because there's so many cats, man, especially when you're young in the league, you got to try to impress somebody. You got to you got to make a name. If you don't, you don't, you, you can be, you're vulnerable to being cut, basically. And, uh, and, and Bashad, yeah. I think he was cut by the, uh, by the Ravens or released by the Ravens. So, yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you know, because. They, teams look at it like this. If you, they give you so, so, so long to get healthy. And after that, they have, they don't have a whole lot of patience, you know, and, and it's good. And the best thing that any player can do when he hurt, especially on the professional level is get back healthy because these, these teams are quick to release you because they feel like, you know, Hey, you're not doing us no service and we're paying you. So the best thing any, any, Pro professional uh, uh, athlete can do when they're under contract is get healthy first. That ha- that has been hurt. You, you get healthy first and then go out there. And only and you, you know, know as a player when you're ready. That's the truth. Even the doctors don't know. They can tell you what happened and what's wrong, but only you know as a person, as an individual player, whether or not you're 100%. Yep. That's right. You know, when we look at Bashar's stats for this year, 29 receptions, 
409 yards, five touchdowns. You know, those are not no really crazy standout stats because when we look at Brett Perriman, uh, I can't remember the year. It might have been 1990, 1991, something like that. Him and Herman Moore uh-huh. both had over 100 receptions for the, for the Detroit <laughs> right. Lions. You know what I mean? So, right. And now, you know, and he was one of the guys that set the bar for that 100 mm-hmm. receptions. And if Herman Moore right. hadn't gotten 100 receptions beside him, his 100 receptions that year would have been like something real, real special. So Brashad exactly. still has a lot of room to grow. And I really hope that um, that he going to hang around with Tampa. He's behind a, a great receiver, Mike Evans, so he has had a chance to learn and and get himself even more healthy. You can see it now. He's playing relaxed and free. You know, it's it's a big difference than he was a couple of years ago when he wasn't healthy. Right, right, right. Yeah, yep. you're exactly right. So I just wanted to uh, give a shout-out to Rashad and let us know, hey, man, you you you, you represent your, your, your family, yourself, first of all, yourself, and then your family. You know, your dad played, and I was real proud of him, man. And I hope you have more games the way he did uh, yesterday. And I hope his uh-huh. career can take off to a, even a, a higher level than what he had yesterday and what it was. And he can. All you got to do is keep working hard and stay healthy. Try to stay healthy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and yeah. here's another young man. You know, he's only 26 years old. You know, so he's he's very young, too. Mm-hmm. So, Dad, let me ask you this. Uh, who did St. Thomas play this weekend? Oh, man. Who did St. Thomas play this weekend? They, 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 uh, they, they won. St. Thomas won. I was so disappointed in that I went to the Popka game on Friday night. Oh, yeah. I, I heard about that. With four minutes and something left in the fourth quarter, they were up 20 to Seven with five minutes left in the game. I was there, Reg. Is that is that true? I read about I it. Then Eddie told. Oh, you must have been here at the beginning of the show. Me and my grandson went to the game. We were at the game, right? Uh-huh. And the score is twenty to seven. It's five minutes left in the fourth quarter. I said, "Son, we might as well get on out of here." He said, "Yeah, I think so, Daddy." <laughs> you said I can get me some nacho. We went down to halftime to get some nacho. Man, the line was so long. I mean, the, the right. line was like like three hundred meters long. I'm like, forget this. Right. I said, go upstairs. We went upstairs. I said, we'll go back down at the end of the third quarter. So we, I said, well, no, hold, so hold on, son. We'll wait till um. We'll wait until uh, a little later, and we'll just leave the game early, and we'll get your nachos. So five minutes left to go in the game, we left. Roger, the score was twenty to seven. I so you couldn't believe they lost. I knew you couldn't believe they lost. Comes back, Columbus comes back with three minutes left in it, with four minutes left in the game, and beat a pop. I'm like, what? You kidding me? No way. So, yeah, so, so, Dad, when did you find out that they lost? How long was it? The next morning, I was looking at the news. So, um, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the news Saturday morning, and that's when I found out that they right, lost. Right, right. Yeah. So wow, I, I, I know you were shocked, man, because I, I, when Eddie, Eddie told me, but Eddie said it was eight minutes, but when I read it mm-hmm. online, I read the clippings. It was four minutes and fifty nine seconds. 
So no. that's five minutes. It that's was, five minutes. In the fourth quarter, and they were up 20 to 7. Now, now I'm then a, I, to I, win the game, they had to go for two, and they got it. <laughs> now, you know, I'm telling you yep. some secondhand information. You know, our teammate Eddie tells me this story because he stayed throughout the game. He's from Apopka. That's the reason I went to the game right. because it's his alma mater. Right, right, right. I was supposed to Hall go. of Fame. You know, he's inducted into the Apopka Hall of Fame. So I'm, I'm going to the game. The game is only like 35 minutes from my from my house. And like I, did, like I said earlier, right. it took me. 10 minutes to get from 95 to the stadium, which is only about a 10-minute drive, less than 10 minutes. That's how messed up it was. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But Reggie, uh, Eddie says the guy that caught the winning touchdown, he had one arm. Yeah, that's what he told me, too. Yeah, I forgot about that part. The guy had one arm and, and caught that ball. Wow, that's amazing by itself. And that's that's a compliment to this kid for his effort and the work that he's putting. That they would go to him in a crucial moment as that. The 8A state championship, the guy got one arm. They threw it to the one-arm player. He catches it for a touchdown. And the kicker, Eddie said, Daryl, they run the same play on the next play for the two-point conversion. And we're right back to him. I don't know if they went to him, but Eddie said it was the same play. But, hey, man, I'm just saying uh, I really think that's, that's that's really a compliment to that guy. Not a compliment. It's a bigger word than that. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Hats wow, off to that'll him. be a memory that'll last for him the rest of his life. And and not only him, I ever play on the Popka team, too. A popcorn. Uh, I still know that they swore about that twenty. But now you know when when Eddie told me the story about how it ended and how Columbus ended up winning, I said the first thing came to my mind, and I don't know if I'm wrong or if I'm right, but I said I blame the coaches on that. Well, Reggie, I blame the coaches. Reggie, we got- how can you be up for all that time, the whole entire game, with five minutes left in the game? And then you let your boys, I don't know. It's a combination of both because they got to want it just as much as as the coaches do. They got to want it even more because they're the ones on the field. And you see this team and you you, you done not played them the whole game. Yeah. And I I, 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 my hat's off to Columbus because Columbus showed that you never give up. That's true. That's true. Hey, Reggie, we got to get out of here, man. We got to take commercial break. Hey, we got to holler at you on the other side. Hey, Reggie, don't forget, man. Call us next week. Let's talk some more. All right, Dad. Take it easy. All right. Much love, my brother. We're going to take a quick commercial break. we get back. We'll talk a little bit more about that state championship and a little bit more about the NFL. We'll be right back after these messages. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 
888-484-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And welcome to Sports Info UM. You know, Reggie was asking me who did um, St. Thomas Aquinas play? In a state championship in the, uh, I think that's class 7A in the state of Florida. And St. Thomas Aquinas beat Atlantic High School. Atlantic is out of Daytona Beach. Um, they beat them 26 to zip. And, you know, St. Thomas Aquinas is a private school. Uh, many great players have come from them. Both of the Bosa brothers came from St. Thomas Aquinas. From one of my former teammates, Michael Irvin, played at uh, St. Thomas Aquinas. So they put out some great players uh, in the past, and they still do put out great players. And they've won many a state championship. I mean, that, that's for a whole nother show. Um, I mean, if we can just if we get three or four guys from St. Thomas Aquinas that's made it to the NFL on this show at one time, that'd be a, a special thing. So they are. Um, they're legendary um, in our state. Um, they've, I mean, this team has really just dominated, per, per se. But um, some people say that private schools should have their own championship in our state, in the state of Florida, because they, uh, they're able to get players from all over and anywhere. Um, and, and it is a, a true privilege to go to a school like Bowles, the Bowles School in Jacksonville, another private school. Um, they have on-campus living. Um, uh, they have dormitories on campus for their students. They have, they have kids that um, from all over the world playing sports at Bowles. So, uh, but saying that, I don't, and I can say that about Bowles because I've coached against the Bowles schools. I know the Bowles schools in Jacksonville. And from my understanding, the St. Thomas program is similar to that Um with the but they don't have to go all over the the um the world because South Florida is full of great athletes from Miami to Palm Beach, Bowles um St. Thomas has their pick of those players. So so it's not not a surprise that they win state championships over and over and over. It's it's really not a surprise. Um so I wish I could look up um, the number of state championships the the St. Thomas Aquinas program have, but they they are nationally ranked every year. Uh, this year they were ranked um, number five in the nation, uh, and as actually number twelve in the state of Florida. Now I don't know how that works. Uh, so no, well they were ranked fifth in the nation and twelve in the state. Uh, 
But let's get back to something that I want to talk about before we get out of here. You know, this little Spygate thing they got going on in, in New England with the Patriots. You know, Bill Belichick is pleading the fifth, just like always. He don't know nothing. He don't know nothing. Now, this is not the first time that the New England Patriots have gotten caught up in filming other teams' sidelines. Now, this time they're saying that, hey, this is a filming for a television show that had nothing to do with the Patriots. But let's don't forget, the last time the Patriots got caught filming another team, those tapes were destroyed. I mean, we never saw anything on those tapes. How in the world are you going to destroy tapes? What gives you the right, the NFL, to destroy tapes? And what do you mean? You crushed them? You burned them? What it? incinerated them? I don't know. How did you destroy the tapes? Now, see, and I guess we could say back then it was tape. Now we have things digital. Everything is digital. I mean, you don't, you don't just destroy no tape. Now, I, I, I guess back then things weren't so digital, but they destroyed the tapes. Well, this time it's digital. And it's the actual footage of the New England Patriots, whatever team uh, filming the sideline of the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, why the Cincinnati Bengals? I don't know. But the bottom line is, who should be punished for this? Should anyone be punished for this? My opinion is the only person that matters that should be punished for this is Bill Belichick. And I really and, and I really think that Bill Pel- Bill Belichick should be punished for this, and he should be punished with at least one game, two games, something. And, and you know, some people say, "Well, hey, uh, how much money does Bill Belichick make a, a game?" I don't know. You, you divide. Um, I guess he makes about eight million dollars a year. Um, divide that by sixteen, and you get his salary for um, for one game. I don't. I don't know. Um, but I think Bill Belichick should get, should be suspended for at least one game and and maybe even two, you know, we're talking about the greatest coach in NFL history. Uh, Um, but I think he should get, I, I really think that Bill Belichick should possibly get fined by a suspension. Hey, if, if he gets fined by a suspension, that's cool. Because I don't think that's going to hurt the, the, the um, I don't think that's going to hurt the bottom line for the New England Patriots. But what it will do, I think it'll hurt Bill Belichick. Because, man, the only thing you can take away from him is the game. You know, you, come on, man. The only thing you can take away from Bill Belichick is the game. And I think if he took, took the game away from him just a little bit, I think it would send a message out to him that um, that he just can't can't continue to do this kind of stuff. And if it happens again anytime soon, I think it should be more than one game. It should be three games. Uh, and, and hey, maybe they should start with three games suspending Bill Belichick. But something needs to be done. Hey, before we get out of here too, hey, um, Jarvis Landry is yelling at the Arizona Cardinals sideline, telling them, "Get me out of here." Please call my agent. I'm ready to leave. I have to leave this program. They're killing me over here. 
And I don't know. I think that's kind of like, that's bad business. That's bad for business. You know, it's, it's ways to do things. And that's just not one of the ways he need to do it. And and I, I'm, I'm really, really, I, I think you, sh- you should do things a lot better. Now, Baker Mayfield is the biggest problem in Cleveland. Don't, don't. Baker Mayfield is just another version of Johnny Manziel. And mentioning Johnny Manziel, let's talk about um, the LSU quarterback. You know, the LSU quarterback who won the Heisman Trophy over the weekend. You know, um, this kid is Byro. Uh, he's, he, he won the Heisman. And really, it's, it's, it's a great thing. I, I think him winning the Heisman for LSU is, is a really big, big accomplishment for him. And I think it's going to be a, a big accomplishment for his NFL career, too. Uh, I think this is going to launch him to some to some stratospheres that uh, that that uh, that he you know he deserves you know um, transferring from Ohio State. We thought we was going to get something like him when we got when we got that dude the other dude from Ohio State the quarterback. Um, but anyway, this dude Burrow um, goes on Burrow excuse me Joe Burrow goes on and wins the Heisman Trophy this year. That's beautiful. And I think that's great. But it's a story out there that him and Johnny Manziel was hanging out at the Heisman presentation. Man, get away from Johnny Manziel as fast as you can and as far as you can. You don't want none of that mojo messing around with you, man. Get away from him, man. Leave him. I'm telling you, leave, leave Johnny Manziel alone. You don't want to be messing around with Johnny. And, I, and I'm telling you right now, Baker Mayfield is just another version of Johnny Manziel. He is not a Russell, a Russell Wilson. You know, as much as some people might want him to be something similar to Russell Wilson, no, Baker Mayfield is just another Johnny Manziel. And this cat has, has, has really, he, he has to leave Cleveland for them to have any chance. I mean, any chance. Now, um, the, the, the problem with Burrow is Joe, Joe's problem is he's probably going to be too good for the draft. He's probably going to end up with one of these sorry teams. And some of them are probably going to be saying, man, uh, we, shouldn't, we shouldn't have drafted Dwayne Haskins. We should have waited for Joe. But, hey, Joe, you don't really it's, – it's, it's bad. But he's probably going to end up with some really bad team that needs a quarterback. And it's a lot of them. Um, it, it, it really is. A lot of a lot of bad teams that have some some bad bad records that are bad teams. However, there are some bad teams with some good coaches, and um, I think John Gruden is a good coach. And I really see Derek Carr just true adios in um, Oakland. John Gruden is going in another direction, and uh, you know when his quarterback is getting booed. Off the field, at home, John Gruden's going in another direction. And, and the problem with Derek Carr is his, his release is not quick enough for John Gruden. If you ever remember anything about John Gruden's offenses, he wants the ball out of the quarterback's hand quick. Get it out your hands quick. Get it. I mean, he wants the ball thrown quickly. And Derek Carr has just not been able to process that uh, well enough for John Gruden. And he's out of there. I don't know who's going to be the quarterback next year. And, and, and this is what people don't understand. See, I could easily see John Gruden paying Jameis Winston what he wants. 
because he sees the potential in Jameis Winston. He sees how quickly he can get the ball out of his hand. He sees how accurate he is. And I know a lot of people are saying, give me some time with Jameis Winston and I'll get rid of those interceptions. Those two interceptions will be one interception. And so John Gruden is a, is a big target for Jameis Winston, but Derek Carr and John Gruden, oh, those days are over. And, um, you know, yeah, those, those days are over. And it's just a matter of time before. It's, I hope it's not going to be a, um, an explosion this year, but, um, but I, I, could, I could easily see see uh, John Gruden losing his cool with, with Derek Carr before this year's over with. And and hey, can you and can you blame him? You know, he hasn't had he hasn't lived up to what he what his potential is. And the Miami Dolphins without question are going to be looking for a quarterback. I mean, that's just the nature of the beast. They have to have a quarterback. I mean they they, they can't go anywhere with Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's that's just you know, we talked about Mitch Trubisky a lot a, a lot earlier in the season. But he's he's rounded it off to a passing grade. You know, uh and and maybe maybe at one point he had a failing grade going coming um coming into the season, um during the season, but as the season went on and now at this point with two games left, he's probably getting a passing grade. Um but they're, they're still, they're, I mean, you know, they're, they're, there's still a lot of teams out there that I talked about Baker Mayfield, but Andy Dalton, I really think they're moving on. Panth, the Panthers and Cam Newton, I think Cam is going to be coming back. I really do. Uh, I, think, I think, you know, sometimes you look at things and you say, oh, oh, this is what we got? Oh, can we, can we go back to what we had? Can we just go back to what we had? And they realized that Cam Newton is a real deal. And if he can come back as a healthy Cam Newton, man, the Panthers have something real good. And if Cam Newton can learn from what he saw on the sideline from Allen, that the biggest and the best component of the Carolina Panthers is their running back. Christian McCaffrey is the most important player on that team. And if Cam Newton can come back and realize that, man, not only will the Panthers be a better team, he'll be a better quarterback, and they got a chance to do some big things. I, I really think they do. But there's other teams out there, like I said earlier in, this, in the night, in, 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 the, in the show, don't pass and don't think that Tom Brady can be playing for someone else next year, and I can easily see Tom Brady in San Diego playing for the Chargers. Because Phillip Rivers is just poof, he's gone. Eli Manning, poof, he's gone. And I think the New York Jets Giants realize that Jones is not the answer. Hey, we'll be back next week with more Sports Info UM on VoiceAmerica.com. Peace! Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver will be back again next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.